sa inyong lahat mga kaibigan, mga kapatiran. Nandito tayo sa ating God's Word for Today devotional sa umagang ito at salamat po ng pagkakataon na naman that God has given us today. Let's not presume and let's not take this for granted because ang Panginoon na nagbibigay sa atin ng pagkakataon talaga that we can continue sa ating pangangaral sa salita ng Panginoon. At basahin ko ang ating talata this morning sa 2 Kings chapter 23, verses 31 to 37. Ang iba pa sa mga gawa ni Joseas at ang lahat ng kanyang ginawa, di ba nakasulat ang mga yun sa aklat ng mga kasaysayan ng mga hari ng Judah? Nang mga araw niya, si Faraon Nico na hari ng Ihepto ay umahon laban sa hari ng Assyria sa ilog Euphrates. Si haring Josias ay pumaroon laban sa kanya. At pinatay siya ni Paraon Nico sa Migiro nang kanyang makita siya. Dinala siyang patay ng kanyang mga lingkod sa isang karwahe mula sa Migiro. Dinala siya sa Jerusalem at inilibing siya sa kanyang sariling libingan. At kinuha ng mga tao ng lupain si Jehoahaz na anak ni Joseas. Binuhusan siya ng langis at ginawa siyang hari na kapalit ng kanyang ama. Si Jehoahaz ay dalawampu-tatlong taon nang siya ay magsimulang maghari at siya ay naghari sa loob ng tatlong buwan sa Jerusalem. Ang pangalan ng kanyang ina ay Hamutal na anak ni Jeremias na tagalibna. Siya ay gumawa ng kasamaan sa paningin ng Panginoon ayon sa lahat ng ginawa ng kanyang mga magulang. Ibinalanggo siya ni Paraon Nico sa Ribla sa lupain ng Hamat upang siya hindi makapaghari sa Jerusalem. At pinagpagbuwis ang lupain ng isandang talintong pilak ng at isang talintong ginto. At ginawa ni Paraon Nico si Eliakim na anak ni Joseas bilang haring kapalit ni Joseas na kanyang ama at pinalitan ng kanyang pangalan ng Jehoiakim. Ngunit kanyang dinala si Jehoiahas at siya ay dumating sa Ehepto at namatay doon. Ibinagay ni Jehoiakim ang pilak at ang ginto kay Paraon ngunit kanyang pinagbabuwis ang lupain upang ibigay ang salapi sa utos ni Paraon. Kanyang siningilan ng pilak at ginto ang tambayan ng lupain sa bawat isa ayon sa kanyang paghahalaga upang ibigay kay Paraon Nico. Now this morning, let's learn about how evil influence can linger over time. The evil influence. Walang pagdalawang isip, si King Josea, ay siya yung pinaka-most godly king of Israel. Wala na pong mga hari na sumusunod sa kanya or nauna sa kanya who was very godly apart from him. However, nakakalungkot because he was not successful to influence his sons to follow his footsteps. Ang kanyang anak na si Jehoahaz na naghari after him did evil in the sight of the Lord And according to the record, he did all that his father had done, except his father Josiah. So sinunod niya yung mga naunang mga hari, like for example, si 
Manase at ang kanyang mga ibang pang mga ninuno. Si Faraon Nico ay nung nakita siya ay hinuli siya and he was in prison and was brought to Egypt. And then doon siya namatay sa Egypto. And he reigned only very shortly because tatlong buwan na siya naghari. So ipinalit sa kanya ay ang kanyang kapatid na si Eliakim. Si Eliakim ay binago yung pangalan niya into Jehoiakim. And katulad sa kanyang kapatid na si Jehoiahas, ginawa din niya yung kamalian. He did evil too. When in fact, he gave the silver and the gold to Pharaoh. He taxed the land to give the money according to the command of Pharaoh. He accepted the silver and the gold of the people of the land from everyone according to his assessment to give to Pharaoh Neko. In short, he was a puppet king na siya po ay responsable ng pagkulikta ng mga buwis para sa Egypt. He was just like a puppet vessel king na walang kapangyarihan but a puppet to Egypt. Ano pong makikita natin, leksyon natin sa ating nakikita how Josiah failed to influence his kids? Ang makikita natin dito apparently is that the evil that proliferate, proliferated for generations ay parang malalim talaga yung impluensya. That ang impluensya will linger for many generations in the future. Ang lahat ng mga idols, mga priest, lahat ng mga icon, mga statues, whatever, idolatry and uh, mga pagan religions na marka ay kinuha ni Josias. He removed everything. He cleaned the whole kingdom from all these things. Pero the values of the hearts of the people did not necessarily change, including sa kanyang mga anak. Tandaan natin that ang tunay na pagbabago na manatili or magpatuloy is from the inside out. Real change that will last or permanent is from the inside out. Hindi yung outward reform. Maring sa ating mga kasimbahanan, sa ating mga ministry ganun. You know, we have a lot of changes, reforms na ginagawa natin outwardly. Pero it does not necessarily follow that nagbabago yung puso ng tao. We can sponsor a lot of revival meetings. We can invite the best preacher to preach about revival. Pero ang puso ng tao ay mababago lamang ng Panginoon. It's only God who can open the eyes of the blinded men and change their hearts. Sinabi ito ni Pablo sa 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4 na hindi makakita ang mga unbelievers sa gospel, sa liwanag ng gospel, because their eyes were blinded by Satan. So ang Panginoon lang po makakuha ng pangtakip sa kanilang mga mata that they will be able to see the light of the gospel. So ito po yung concern natin sa ating panahon. This pose a real concern. Lalo na sa mga parents. And Success in parenting, we know, and for sure, is not following a simple formula. How I wish that it's just like a simple formula that one plus one equals two. 
or 2 plus 2 equals 4, but each child is unique. Ang bawat bata ay unique siya. Iba-iba ang mga bata. Although they are, they are growing in the same room or in the same roof, pero iba-iba ang mga bata. They are unique. They are created and designed by God uniquely. And each must be shepherded in their hearts, also in a delicate and special way. Imposible na baguhin natin ang mga puso ng mga bata kung wala ang Panginoon. It's only God who can change sons. Kaya nga si Solomon, after learning his own mistakes and struggles with his own children, with his own family, he wrote in Proverbs 22 verse 6, sabi niya dito, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, this is a proverb. It means that kung ito ay gagawin ng isang parent, maaring ang resulta ay ganito. It's not a promise, but it's it's not a guarantee. But children most likely will imbibe the values they are nurtured with. Not naniwala tayo sa tinatawag na conditioning, nurturing. Nurturing is just conditioning. We are forming habits to the kids. But although what we do with the kids is not a guarantee that it will change your heart unless the Lord ay mangungusap sa kanya. Sa Psalm 27, itinuturing ang mga bata that they are arrows in the hands of parents. As arrows are in the hands of mighty men, so are children in the youth. Ibig sabihin, it should be that the parents, uh, they will be mindful, they will be concerned, and they must not take this for granted as, a, as the role. Na may target ang parenting. As arrows are targeted into a target, ganyan po ang parenting. There must be a direction. What kind of direction we are pursuing in parenting? Towards basa materialismo or towards knowing the Lord Jesus Christ? Towards nurturing, nurture ba tayo na para makikilala sila kay Kristo? Or dinurture natin as everyone else in this world, they are nurturing their children to be best in school, best in sports, best in everything in this world other than best in the Lord. I'm not discounting the fact that important yan, but the most important is that makikilala sila ng Panginoon. I hope you will agree with me on this. Because sabi ng Panginoon, what shall it profit for a man if he gains the whole world and lost his own soul? So our goal in parenting is for them to know the Lord Jesus Christ, even at their early age. So for kids to change, Sana darating or nawa marat darating yung punto sa buhay nila that tanggapin nila yung kanyang, kanilang pagkamakasalanan and they will be broken because of their sinfulness. And they will seek God's forgiveness. And then they will trust on the saving knowledge or the saving sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross. And they will live a surrendered life to Christ. Kung ito ay mangyari sa ating mga bata, ang pagbabago ay mangyayari. That is a change from the inside out. 
only a person who has confronted himself with his, with his sinfulness before holy God, that he will realize his need of salvation, will ask God's forgiveness, and he will believe and trust Jesus Christ into his heart, and he will be saved. And ipakita niya yun, may ibidin sa kame bunga. He will love to serve the Lord. He will love to please the Lord in his life. Oh, may God help us that we will, will, will have the wisdom how to really shepherd our children, how to impact our lives, the lives of the people around us with the gospel. Manalangin tayo. Thank you, Lord, that this morning you have given us this wonderful lesson about shepherding the heart, Lord. It's a reality that hindi namin talaga makaya na baguhin yung puso ng mga bata. Ikaw lang po, Lord, ang makababago sa kanina. Now, ikaw ay mangungusap sa bawat parents at sa kanilang mga kabataan, Panginoon. We pray na sa gitna ng mundo na it's saturated with materialism, that there will be families who are championing the gospel, who live for the gospel. They are living for the gospel. Salamat po Panginoon because your word will not return unto you empty even this morning. Continue to bless us as we meditate in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.